Hello and welcome to Nolan Me, Nolan You, a podcast that celebrates the work of writer and director Christopher Nolan. I'm your host, Emily Murray, and today I'm joined by film and TV journalist Nicola Austin to discuss the recently released teaser trailer for his next movie, Oppenheimer. Hello and welcome to Nolan Me, Nolan You, a podcast dedicated to the man himself, Christopher Nolan, looking back at his filmography ahead of the release of this time, Oppenheimer. So it's been a hot minute. And joining me today is Nicola Austin. Yay! Hello! <laughs> hello, hello! <laughs> um, how are you today, Nicola? I am very good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. So as I said, it's been a hot minute since I've done a yes. Nolan podcast. I-, I say a hot minute, like a year. Wait, <laughs> oh, really? when did Tenet come out? Uh, when did Tenet come out? 2020, right? I think. So it's been two years. Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's been so long since I've done a podcast. <laughs> my mind my mind is broken time is broken yes. Christopher Nolan will make a film about this yeah. he loves time exactly he loves time that man loves time so yes so for those who are returning welcome back and for those who are new I'm Emily Murray I'm a film and tv journalist and I'm a huge fan of Christopher Nolan. I uh, love him, basically. He's my hero. And so during the depths of the pandemic, <laughs> ahead of the release of Tenet, I decided to set up a podcast about Christopher Nolan. And it actually went out quite well. Turns out there's a lot of fans out there of Christopher Nolan. And it was nice to discuss his work with other journalists and fans and just, yeah, build up a relationship. So with Oppenheimer coming out, I thought, guys, it's time. Nolan me, Nolan you returns <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, to cinemas. Cue the handsome score. So I don't really have a plan because, like the Joker, do I look like a you know a guy with a plan? But uh, <laughs> but, but um, I thought with this weekend because me and Nicola are recording it at the weekend. This weekend was Nolan's birthday. Nicola. It was, yeah, yesterday, right? Saturday. It was yesterday, yeah. yes. Um, I was too busy drinking yesterday. I was about to say, how did you celebrate? <laughs> I raised a drink in his honour, but I was good, too busy good. drinking to record um, <laughs> the podcast yesterday. So we are recording it on his birthday weekend. Yes, yeah. That's fair enough, right? <laughs> yeah. And last week, the Oppenheimer trailer was released, the first teaser trailer. So we thought we would hop on and just chat about it, didn't we, Nicola? Yes, very interesting. Or more intriguing. like I message you saying hi. <laughs> hello oh, please talk to me <laughs> please talk to me about uh, Oppenheimer well the reason I asked you is because I think you're the only person I know based in the UK who's seen it on a big screen because I think uh, it was in front of uh, Crawdads wasn't yes, it yes I suffered through Crawdads to watch the trailer <laughs> suffering is indeed the yeah. way that you should experience Crawdads yeah. it was worth it sort of <laughs> no well, no, yeah, it's worth it <laughs> yeah. for Nolan. Exactly. Maybe just leave next time. If anyone's yeah. seeing Crawdads, just leave before the film starts. Watch the <laughs> Nolan trailer. Yes. And then leave and save yourself a world of pain. Because, good God. Anyways, we're not here talking about Crawdads. <laughs> no, no. We're here talking about Oppenheimer. But firstly, Nicola, who yes. are you? Tell us about yourself. <laughs> who am I? <laughs> who are you? Um, <laughs> that's the million dollar question. Um, <laughs> I am, uh, by day, a boring digital marketing person um but no i guess i review films and talk about them and also write about them for different people for different people and it's very exciting you're always <laughs> you are always so busy because I, I follow because you have we have a hulk and i always yes. see like your adventures your mm. website and stuff and nicola's a very busy person so thank you for taking the time 
listening to me today <laughs> on my uh dedicated very funny podcast about... <laughs> well, we've got to celebrate on his birthday so you know we do we do <laughs> i know it'll be like by the time i've edited this it'll probably be far off his birthday <laughs> we'll, we'll see how we'll see yeah. how i go um so do you remember the first christopher nolan film you saw yes um i don't want to be that person but i watched uh, memento in like a level film studies <laughs> Oh, you really are that person. <laughs> I am, I know. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> oh dear. Yes, that was the first one I, I remember watching. That's a good start. Most people like me, it's like Batman Begins, Dark Knight mm. sort of era. Yeah. And then they returned to his earlier work. But Memento. Mm. Yes. It's yeah. a great film. Amazing film. Again, black and white with uh, Oppenheim, I suppose. Nice yes, tie, yeah, we, tie guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, do you have like a favourite Nolan film? Oh, or? it's so difficult, isn't it? It's kind of tied between like Inception or Dark Knight, I think for me. Oh, yes. <laughs> They're two just so, so good ones. So it's so I mean, hard the to man, choose. The man never misses all bangers. No, exactly. So if I bangers, well... <laughs> so... Nicola, no, because like, no, okay. I will quit the Zoom and you will be sacked. <laughs> okay. <So>. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we are here today to talk about Oppenheimer. Uh, his next movie, which comes out next year, I think it's just under a year now, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, it's very exciting. It still, it's still quite a while to to wait though. <laughs> Such it a tease. is, but these things they come around quickly. They come yes. up before we know it. We'll be you know sat there watching it. So I'm sure everyone listening knows what Oppenheimer is about. But quick recap: it is about J. Robert Oppenheimer, the man who made the atomic bomb. And that's yes. all you need to know, really. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, he had quite an interesting life, though, didn't he? If I, uh, he did. if I remember correctly. <laughs> you don't want to go too much into it, though. Yeah, yes. yeah. Because <laughs> so it's based on the book American Prometheus, which is about his life. And this is yeah. like, it's Nolan's first biopic. But I, I mean, I, was, I did, but I did like quote marks. But <laughs> obviously, it, this is a podcast, so people can't see yes. that. But I'm like, quote, <laughs> on, quote, unquote, biopic. And yes. um, I've seen the, I I was like, do I read the book before I see mm. the film? But no, I'm like, no, you're going to go in, Emily, not knowing too much about Oppenheimer, because yes. I must admit, I hadn't heard of him before. Oh, okay. And Interesting. I'm saying this as someone with a history degree. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> I've yes. epically failed. Or like, I'd heard of him, but I didn't know too much about him. Yeah. That makes sense. I think mean, I knew the name. Yeah, I yeah. knew the name, but not really like who he was yeah. or um, anything like that before. I knew that Nolan was fascinated with Oppenheimer, but that was mm-hmm. like, I didn't really know. I think I knew he had something to do with like the atomic bomb, but not like yeah. that. He was the father of it, et cetera. So. Uh, okay. What about the, the Manhattan Project and stuff as well? Or? Yeah, but again, it just words. It's not, <laughs> it's not I must admit, Watchmen. It, it's not a <laughs> Watchmen, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just not a period of history I've never like dived into. Turns out yeah. there's a lot of history, a lot of history to study. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, a fun fact, if you wish, Nicola, mm-hmm. uh, for my history degree, I studied, I specialised in MI6 history in the 1900s Whoa. because I thought okay. I, that would lead me to become a spy. Yes. Uh, whether I am a spy or not, I'll leave you to make your mind up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, that's the history i studied anyway we've already gone off track and it's been like five minutes i digress so back back to oppenheimer 
So I feel that we should first of all, before we, because we're going to do like a little trailer breakdown, Mm -hmm. but before we dive into it, I think it's important to talk about the way that the trailer was released. Yes. Which in the US, it was um, exclusively in cinemas, wasn't it? With Nope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to see Nope. Again, me too. Tangents, but (laughs) Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele, what a man. Uh, So yeah, so I think in the US, it was exclusively screened in front of Nope. Uh, obviously, alas, Nope's not released here until 12th of August. So, <laughs> so in the UK, they put it in front of Crawdads. <laughs> that makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> but like, when you were seeing Crawdads, did you expect the Oppenheimer trailer? I didn't, know. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I would have thought they would have waited to put it in front of Nope since that's this, you know, mirroring the strategy in the mm. US. And of course... The reason why it's in front of Nope is because this is Christopher Nolan's first project with Universal because everyone knows the backstory they felt of Warner's because yes. Warner's and their streaming strategy. Mm. Yeah, so what do you think about the fact it was just released in cinemas? I think it was like opening weekend and then it debuted online last week. Yeah, I think it's a very Nolan thing to do, right? I mean, he loves the, the <laughs> yeah. actual experience, doesn't he? And I would have loved to have seen it in IMAX, but fortunately I didn't. Um, but yeah, it's... it's super typical of him and I kind of like his style I like that he did that it was a good good tease before because like it it, big word of mouth before it hit online right so it was like oh I really want to see this people are talking about it and then it finally came out online and you were like ah okay maybe it was (laughs) was good to see it on the big screen who knows (laughs) yeah yeah I totally agree it is just Nolan is he the man lives for theatrical experience and that's why we love him and but I like it when any trailer, to be honest, is cinema first for a few days. Yeah. It feels like, it just feels like a treat. I don't know. It does. Quite special. Mm. Yeah. It's an event. And like trailers for big movies are, like they should be events. Like, Oh, did you go to the June one? Did I go to, did they have a special event for the June trailer? Was it the June trailer? There was a special event for, oh no, Avatar, sorry. Yes. Oh yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. uh, because it was free alcohol. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> they should yeah it would have been nice if they did that with like Oppenheimer but then you can't really theme it no, yeah because I remember Disney last last December wasn't it because it was uh, was it December no it was the same day as um, a Marvel film right Doctor Strange yes that's the one yeah so it would have been May yeah because they <laughs> invited people to go to a special event in Leicester Square where you could watch the Avatar trailer mm-hmm for a few days before it came out online then because it's avatar and the trailer was a bit <laughs> i don't want to like just dump an avatar yeah but they had themed cocktails right they had themed cocktails yeah. and themed Perfect. food uh it was like sushi because way the water oh, okay. so nice and it was blue the drink i don't know what was in the drink i just know it was blue <laughs> is it like blue how do you say it? kurakawa i don't know that's probably completely botched but... kurakawa? i don't know <laughs> I just, yeah, it's um, like that. <laughs> But yeah, maybe it would be nice if, they did a, if Universal did a similar event for the Oppenheimer trailer because it yeah. is a big deal to, and it means a lot to a lot of people. But I don't know. I also, I've, Disney are going like hard on Avatar. Oh, like, for sure. It, yeah. It is the biggest <laughs> film ever made. So yeah. until Oppenheimer comes out, we'll crush it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I love the fact that it was, uh, yeah, in cinemas first. But obviously that leads to a lot of issues with piracy because people record yes. it. And I got like messages from people like, do you want to see the like leak? And I was like, no, because I'm saving myself to see yeah. it where it's officially released. I don't, 
I don't do anything. It's just like not that. the same, is it, at all? Quality or anything? Not just that, but I feel bad and I'd rather see it the way that the director intended, which is yeah. obviously. Obviously, if we were in the US, I would have run straight to see Nope. Because, <laughs> yeah. it, because A, it's Nope. It's Nope, and exactly. B, yeah. <laughs> the trailer. And then, yeah, and then, but obviously, we got the trailer online before mm. it was in cinemas because yeah. although it was in front of Crawdads, but then you risk seeing Crawdads again. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Although there was the um, the Lord of the Rings trailer as well, which made it extra special too. Yeah, Nicola, but I don't care about Lord <laughs> of the Rings. I know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just care about Nolan. Okay? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, but it just needs a problems with piracy. And I, but I think they're aware of that. And it is, mm. it is different pirate in a trailer compared to pirate in a movie. Like, yeah. It is different, but. I was like, no, I don't want to watch the leaks. I'm not going to watch the leaks because I'm saving myself. Yeah. And it was worth it. Always is I worth it. I think so. Yeah. I'm a pa- I like to think I'm a patient person. So. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. For Nolan, anyway. <laughs> for Nolan. Anything, yeah. anything for Nolan. <laughs> but it was, so it was released online last week. Was it Wednesday or Thursday? <laughs> I just remember be, being in the office and just my phone blowing up because everyone oh, really? who knows me loves knows that I love Nolan, so I just mm. get like messages, <laughs> messages from everyone. Tons and tons, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I send it to my dad, bless him, because he's not he's not as online, but he's a huge Nolan fan. I'm like, Dad, yeah. Oppenheimer trailer, it's out. Uh, <laughs> but it was released strangely on Twitter because rather mm. than posting the. Because normally when they have a trailer, it's just tweeted as, like, a video, isn't it? Yeah. But this one wasn't, was it, Nicola? No. <laughs> it was live-streamed. <laughs> it was live-streamed. And why was it live-streamed, Nicola? Well, it's, uh, it, the precise time you watch it, it counts down to the exact time it's coming out. Is that correct? So I thought that, but it's not. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, I did read about this. So is it... The countdown to the um, anniversary of the um, Hiroshima or something? No, it's not, no? It's not oh, that okay. either. <laughs> okay. Right, third, third guess. Do you have a third guess? Um, um, no, no, go for it. <laughs> I'll tell you. So, but as we know, it's released with a, a live countdown. So the countdown mm-hmm. changes as well. So if like you watch the trailer today, it would have been different to the countdown. Well, even the countdown you would have watched like 30 seconds ago because it's a live countdown. Yeah. Um, but it's actually to 16th of July, 1945, which is the day the world changes forever, which is the film's tagline, which is the first test of the Oh, the test. Line. Oh, yes. Okay, that rings a bell now. The tri- <laughs> uh, it's, called, it's called Trinity, which immediately brings um, to mind Carrie Moss, you know, yeah, in the Matrix. Matrix. <laughs> yeah, Matrix. <laughs> Carrie Moss. Memento, the ties keep coming, Nicola. Oh, my God. The Easter <laughs> eggs, the ties. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yes. uh, so, yeah, so the first uh, test of... Oppenheimer's atomic bomb, which took place at a test site in New Mexico. So oh. that, to me, indicates that that day, the 16th of July, will be a key day mm. in the um, film, uh, the day that the world forever changed, because yes. I suppose it's the first test, isn't it? Yes, it's very intriguing. Mm. Yeah, that's quite clever how he's done that, how it's not actually yeah. the release date. Mm. Okay. Not the release date, not Hiroshima, no. but um, <laughs> the first test. It's, um, But I don't... I don't know if we'll see... I don't think we'll see, like, Hiroshima or anything in the film. I think it's going to be about the build-up. Although I'm not... I don't yeah. know. Maybe the ramifications on him of, for you know, creating such a disastrous power. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's an interesting where the angle's going to go. You never know in Nolan, do you? You never <laughs> Which know. Which is a fascinating thing. 
The one thing we do know is that yes. the film will have something to do with time because that's, if of anything, <laughs> the only the only running theme in his movies. And I think that's why it's nice that the trailer had a live countdown because that yes. brings in the theme of time. For sure, definitely. Although it is annoying because I was like trying to share, like trying to share it and stuff. Obviously, it's just a live stream. So it's... Yeah. <laughs> and then when it comes, you kind of have to wait for it to come back round again, don't you? You can't like go backwards or anything. You're like, what's the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And obviously, it made it really annoying for prepping for this podcast because <laughs> yeah. I was trying to do like do like a breakdown, like break it all down. But obviously, you had to keep waiting for it to <laughs> yeah. start again. Um, but hey ho. It's a. It was a nice way of releasing the trailer. I wonder. I think that the because this is obviously the teaser. This is. I think they mm. called it the announcement trailer. Yeah. Um. So I feel that when we get our first proper trailer, that will be released in a more conventional style. I reckon. Yeah. Will you watch it? Is the question though. Do you want to see any more? Will you watch any more of the trailers? Uh, <laughs> am I a person who? I, yeah, I will. <laughs> yeah. I will. That was very like. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, it's really weird because back in the day I used to like watch all trailers for like any like anything that came out and now I'm a bit like when a trailer's released if it's a if it's a project I'm bothered about I will like yeah. I will watch it but mm. if it's a project I'm less bothered I'm less bothered about I'll be like oh I'll wait to see it on TV or I'll wait to yeah. see it in the cinema so like I remember Black Adam it was in front of Love and Thunder mm. um, but obviously the trailer had been out for ages but I hadn't seen it because. I, oh. I'm not too bothered about it and I wasn't I don't know I'm just a busy person sometimes I don't have time to watch <laughs> yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson do whatever he's doing and Black mm. Adam in the trailer but uh, but Oppenheimer of course I'll be watching of course I'll be watching the trailer but I know what you mean because there are some people who don't like to see anything yeah to go in front I don't think I, I kind of start out thinking that way but then when a new one comes out I'm like oh my gosh I have to watch it <laughs> sort of thing and I feel that some trailers do give too much stuff away yeah. I totally agree but a lot of trailers and Nolan would never give too much away no no definitely so I think you're safe <laughs> yeah because like sometimes there's like spoilers in trailers it's like great mm. um but then I like red herrings as well like Marvel oh. do that a lot where they put like yes. not fake stuff but like misleading information or, yeah yes, or a shot that scenes. isn't in the final cut yeah yeah so you expect something's coming but then it doesn't come it's very it's very smart or you can do what morbius did we have loads of footage from <laughs> yes. spider-man and michael keaton etc in the trailer so people go watch your film and then just yep. not include any of it <laughs> yes, except for never, maybe never <laughs> in a in a post-credit scene <laughs> yeah it's so weird right is it time we dive into the trailer i think so i think so yes sorry i think so uh, there's it's only a minute long. There's not too... But I say there's not too much to discuss. It's interesting. Yeah, for sure. It is interesting. It gives you... I love a minute long teaser that hypes up the movie. Yeah. It doesn't reveal too much, but gives you an idea of the, um, the tone and the style yeah. and the visuals. It's like a little... Yeah, like a little, little taste. Um, app- appetizer. <laughs> appetizer, exactly. So it opens with a haunting score. And the score, because obviously it's like the single string, isn't it? Mm. It really reminds you of like the strings from like Dark Knight. You know, the strings yes. that... Well, he uses that in a lot of movies. It's just, I always, my brain just goes Dark Knight. Yeah, it's like, like everything. Nolan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, Ludwig Grantson's back, isn't he? Oh, I can't wait. Honestly, Tenet score was just chef's kiss. So <gasps> Banging. <laughs> yes. A, yeah. A banging score. Proper banging, and yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting because I I knew that Ludwig did Mandalorian, which is like... <sighs> oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> that score is incredible. 
And yeah. then obviously he did Tenet, and I loved a score from Tenet. I loved a song from Tenet, which obviously is great. Is it Travis Scott? Travis Scott, yeah. But then it's interesting because I saw Tenet and like I knew Ludwig from Rando and Tenet, and then I was watching, I watched New Girl a lot because that's my <laughs> yeah. favourite sitcom. And okay. it came up with like music by Ludwig Granson, and he did no way. New Girl. Really? Yeah, he was like the new girl composer and like helped wow. compose the theme with Zoe Deschanel and like the music. And I was like, Ludwig van Man, van yeah. Man. <laughs> he can do everything now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's also got the best hair any composer has ever wow. had. Okay, I'm going to have to look that up later. <laughs> Cut to Nicola Googling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is this? <laughs> um, how do you feel about... The fact that he now works with Ludwig compared to his old collaborator, Hans Oh, Zimmer. I don't know. I'm talking, because Hans is one of my... I'm sorry, I call him Hans, like I know him. <laughs> yeah, no. So Nicola's close personal friend, Hans. Yes, of course, yeah. <laughs> no, he's one of my favourite all-time composers. So, uh, I don't know, I'm a bit torn, but Ludwig is so... He's like, maybe they're kind of handing over the baton, in a way. Yeah. Like, he's kind yeah. of the future. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's a difficult one, isn't it? What about you? <laughs> I mean, I like both. I I, I yeah. love Nolan's work with Hans Zimmer, but also the Tenet score felt... It felt different. It did, yeah. But I liked it. Mm. Um, and I think it would be... And Tenet was quite obviously, like, it's a very modern, like... Yeah. This is set in, like, the 1940s, etc. So I'm a bit like, it's going to be interesting to see how Ludwig... Well, I was associated with his music with sort of, yeah, like, like he literally worked with Travis Scott on yeah. Tenet. And then uh, Mando is obviously very sort of modern. It's sci-fi, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It feels quite futuristic in a way, I feel. Yeah, I'm actually seeing Hands in My Life next year. <gasps> for the first no way. Time. <sighs> I got my tickets. And I'm like, check that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Time. I think Time's my favourite. Yes. Time, yeah. Time, yeah. <laughs> Well, this, well, my intro music for Knowing Me, Knowing You is time because it is mm. the best. It's just my heart. My heart says oh. Dark Knight, Nicholas. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, <laughs> so, to go back to the trailer, so it opens with a bit of a tease of the score. It's like a single string. It's quite haunted. Like, it's quite... Mm, um, very. It's quite cold. And then we see fire. <laughs> yeah. How can you go from... It's just such a juxtaposition, isn't it? From, like, this cold sort of opening to, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's like I suppose it's like embers of fire. Yeah, uh, which obviously fire is gonna be a key. Well, the poster is that image, isn't it, of Killian Murphy as Oppenheimer, and he's yeah. like a teeny tiny, teeny tiny <laughs> yeah. figure. Again, like, <laughs> yeah, and then you got the Barbie version. <laughs> oh my god, I love the Barbie version. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. People keep like people keep obviously pitting like Barbie and Oppenheimer yes. against. Oh my gosh, they're so different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like Oppenheimer for the boys, Barbie for the girls mm. no. and the gays. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, I am obviously I will be first in line to see Oppenheimer, but I'm for also sure. be first yeah. line to see Barbie because that yeah. movie's gonna rock. And I don't <laughs> yeah. know, I don't know if one's gonna move their release date because I feel that even though Twitter's like it's different audiences, I don't think it is. I think it's like, I mean, literally like me, me and you will probably like we're probably excited sure. to see both. Both, yeah. So. <laughs> I think one will move. I don't know who's gonna. Yeah, I kind of hope so, or maybe just see like one, both of them on the same day. I don't know. It's difficult. Yeah, that'd be a, that would be an interesting double bill. Mm. But um, I feel that Barbie will dominate the box office. But open like Nolan's movies always do well. Yeah, they so. Sure. I, I so yeah, people keep asking me what I think about the fact they're releasing <laughs> the same day. And I honestly just don't really know. I just what I do know for certain is that all these jokes. That's like. 
Oppenheimer versus Barbie. It's like, can we not just support both movies? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guys, Greta uh, Gerwig rocks. Christopher yeah. Nolan rocks. Um, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling rocks. Killian Murphy rocks. So, yes. yeah. I'm excited for both films. No competition for us, <laughs> I think. No, but you're right that the Barbie, because Barbie, there's a guy on Twitter who did like a version of the Oppenheimer poster yes. with Barbie. So it's Margot Robbie's <laughs> Barbie against Pink Fire. And it's honestly, <laughs> yeah. it's it's really clever. <laughs> yeah. So we have the embers of the fire, uh, which obviously teases the big fire <laughs> we get later in the trailer. Baby fire, big fire. <laughs> And then we have a voiceover, which is a female voice, which says, the world is changing, reforming, this is your moment, which I'm guessing Emily Blunt, right? I think so, yeah. Plays the wife, yeah. if I remember rightly. Yes, uh, Catherine Oppenheimer, uh, slash, Kit- she's also known as Kitty Oppenheimer. Oh, okay. That's her nickname. And she was, uh, from a quick Google, because again, I don't, I must admit, I don't really know much about her. Mm. Uh, biologist, botanist, and member of the Communist Party. Oh, wow. I suppose since she's his wife, she will play a key role in the film because yeah. I imagine a lot of his like personal discussions about the project will be with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of Emily Blunt. She has a great first oh, name so for good. starters. <laughs> yeah. And a very talented actress. Um, yeah. That she can do anything. I My favourite film of hers is probably Devil Wears Prada because... Oh, okay. Right. I love her. I just love yeah. that. I love that character so much and... Uh, Obviously, the you're not you're not speaking to Paris and <laughs> yeah. all that. But then she had does action, doesn't she? Oh my with, gosh, tomorrow um, is it? Uh, what's it called? Live die repeat. Edge of no. tomorrow. Is it live die repeat slash edge of tomorrow? Yeah, it's got two titles. <laughs> yeah, and obviously she's great in Quiet Place, which yes, is directed fantastic. by her husband yeah. John Krasinski. When it was revealed that she was working with Nolan, I totally I saw mm. that. And then after her bit of voiceover, it fades to black, and we have the black and white cinematography, which you mentioned at the start of this podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just beautiful, honestly. <laughs> and I think this is the first time he's filmed in black and white since Memento. Yeah. I mean, is the whole film going to be in black and white? Because obviously you've got the cuts to the fiery sort of, which is like super colour. So it's like, oh, I don't think so. It, okay. My guess, and I'm often very wrong, more wrong <laughs> okay. than I am right, is that the start will be like in black and white but maybe once they've done like the first test and it's like obviously very far we will then cut to colour so then that's okay. like the world the day the world changed forever yeah. is like that day and that's why we go from black and white world to a colourful world yeah but that's just my fan theory out there which I'm putting out into the world um, <laughs> but I'm excited because I love black and white looks gorgeous like I mm. love and thunder recently it has obviously those oh my gosh yes style moments which is really funny because i interviewed taika waititi about it um well i interviewed taika waititi and i brought up the black and white i was like oh why did you decide to film those segments of black and white he's like i didn't he's oh. like i just <laughs> illusion that. ruined <laughs> yeah he was like when i edited the film he likes to edit in black and white because it lets oh, him okay. focus sort of on the character yeah. rather than is this light and bad etc etc um yeah. and then kevin Fargi walked in one day was like i like the look of that keep that oh. and that's why some segments of love and thunder in black and white but no 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 pre plans taiko titi's direction is like we love him but it's chaotic yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. um nolan's just yeah definitely a planned decision but i yeah. think it's the first film to shoot in imax black and white analog 
Nice. Okay. That's man exciting. loves IMAX. Man loves yeah, IMAX. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. And I think cinematographer, is it Hoyt Van Hoytema? Is that how you say yes. the name? He's back again, isn't he? Yeah. So, Interstellar, et cetera. Yeah. So that's exciting. So we know he's in a yeah. good, safe pair of hands. <laughs> and then we see, so when it has that voiceover, we see the, um, well, another voiceover comes in, which we're not sure who this is. No. And it says, how can this man who saw so much be so blind, which is a male voice, because mm. I thought Robert Downey Jr., but then I think Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. comes in at the end. Could this be Gary Oldman, maybe, with an American? I don't Gary know. Gary Oldman in it? Yeah, wow. I think there's like a cameo, potentially. Um, but I'm just looking mm. at the cast list, and I'm not quite sure who could actually have that style of voice, if that makes sense. I mean, there's Matthew Modine. It's, it's quite, quite gritty. Yeah. Is it Matthew Modi? That might be a good guess. It feels like an older voice. Like, it's not going to be does. like Jack Wade or... No. Josh Hartnett or Rami Malek, I think. Yeah. No. But it's nice because it... Yeah, not to the fact that Oppenheimer's like... He's a genius, but he was blind mm. to the consequences. Um, and we see the hat and pipe. Yes. Quite iconic, isn't it? I think he uh, wore mm. that quite a lot. Mm. Yeah, because the first image released of Oppenheimer was the black and white shot of Killian with said hat on. Yes, yeah, with all the photographers. Yes. So we see the hat and pipe, and then we get the countdown, which, as we mentioned earlier, the countdown is the live countdown to the day that the uh, Trinity test happens. Yes. And then it feels like we build and build and build. We get more, I've written, swirly fire. <laughs> <laughs> Engulfing. <laughs> Engulfing, that's a good adjective. Well done, Nicola. You win today's podcast. (laughs) Um, And we get some some drum beats. Mm. So it's like, it's all the tensions building. The drums are getting closer together. The score's like getting louder. The fire shots are very, very pretty, may I say. (laughs) Agreed, yes. (laughs) Yes. Not that I'm a, is it, what's the word for people who like fire? Pyromaniac? Pyromaniac, yeah. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've just made that word up. <laughs> no, yeah, I think you're right. Um, or I could be a fire starter, just a twisted fire oh, starter. Oh, a prodig- prodigy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like the fire shots. They're very cool looking. <laughs> yeah. And then I think, is this when we get uh, another se- another voiceover, isn't it? A second male voice. Mm. What, the force from which the sun draws its power has been loose? I think that's Robert Downey Jr., actually. Do you? See, again, I think, I think so. he's yeah. at the end. Unless it's all Robert Downey Jr. He's just got a good voice. He just does different. Mm. I think he's in two parts. But honestly, you could sit and debate about it for hours, couldn't you? <laughs> Who voices that? Robert Downey Jr. is such a good, he's such a good actor. And yeah. I'm really excited for him to do Oppenheimer because obviously post-MCU, where he played Tony Stark, his only project's been Doolittle. Is that right? Like since Avengers I Endgame. I think so. Yeah. Which and I'm not going to lie, was... It was absolute crap. So <laughs> slander. No, it's sorry, <laughs> RDJ. We still yeah. love you. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready for him. Yes, to do a, a sure. serious role and like just get back into back into it, basically. Back into yeah. I mean, like Chaplin. That was fantastic, and yeah, that kind of thing. Like non yeah. MCU acting. <laughs> I'm not taking like his performance as Tony Stark is truly iconic but yeah so yeah. but I feel like now he's the MC he's done the MCU now he's mm. like exploring further projects and don't there's no no more do little please Robert <laughs> yeah 
Robert, huh? <laughs> Robert, my close personal yeah. friend. Rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we get more strings, more fire, and then we mm. get the words. What words do we get, uh, Nicola, on the screen? Uh, something about the most important... Ma- oh, on the screen. Oh, I don't On the screen. Oh, um, oh, it is on the screen. <laughs> it is. From Christopher Nolan. Oh, oh my gosh, sorry. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Fired. Cue for cheers. Yes. Woohoo! <laughs> then I think we go back to the countdown and we see Killian Murphy, the first shot of Killian Murphy in the trailer. Yes. Uh, I'm so happy for Killian. I know, I know. Is this the sixth the sixth partnership with him and um Nolan? And it's his first his first leading role Yay. Yay. with Nolan, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah. he's has he had a lead role in a Hollywood film before? Oh, I don't know. I mean, he was in A Quiet Place too, but I think he was sort of more supporting, wasn't he? Of course, with Emily Blunt. So he's yeah. worked her before. So that makes mm. sense. I mean, he's huge. In, Peaky Blinders, obviously, he leads that, but that's TV. But um, Oh, they're making a Peaky Blinders movie, I think. Really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. I may be wrong in that, but I, I'm not I'm not a Peaky Blinders fan to be honest. But yeah, but I'm I'm just really happy that Killian. Yes, like it's his time. Definitely. I mean, yeah, his his roles have got bigger and bigger, haven't they, with Nolan? So it's like, ooh. <laughs> so after we have the shot of Killian Murphy putting on putting on V hat, yes. V Oppenheimer hat. He's quite slim as well, isn't he? Like he's really slim. Yeah, is he really okay? Slim. <laughs> I think it's for the character. <laughs> yeah, it's for the character. Um, and then we have another male voice who says he gave them the power to destroy themselves, which, mm. talking about the power that, you know, Atomic Bomb gave mankind. Um, and then we have another male voice who I thought this was Robert Downey Jr. Yes, I think it is too. I will back you up on that one. Yeah, the one who says, I made him the most important man who ever lived because he's very yes. important. Uh, more fire. Fire, fire. <laughs> yeah. more, more strings, more score. And then we have the shot of him walking down the corridor with a swarm, like a swarm of photographers. And the countdown's back, the film's tagline appears, the world forever changes. It's a good tagline. It is, yeah. Great tagline. Bit of a banger. Banger teaser. <laughs> banger teaser. And, and, then, and then we have the film's title and the release date, and then we're back to what we think is Robert Downey Jr. And he says, the man who moved the earth. And then teaser trailer is over. Yeah, cut to black. That's all we get. So what's your, yeah, your reaction, I suppose, like your thoughts on the teaser? <clears throat> I like how it wasn't, it was. It gave you enough to be interested, obviously, um, but it didn't show you that much at all. And I love the mystery. And as you said, it's just so haunting and, and the build. And it's kind of, I don't know, I'd say a little bit horror-y maybe, like psychological horror. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it tells us kind of what we need to know about Oppenheimer with the voice, the, yeah. the little clips of voiceover that you know that he's a genius and the impact he had, but the fact that mm. he was like blind to the consequences. Like, even if you know nothing about, but even that he was a father of the atomic bomb, it kind of tells you a bit about who this man is, and but yeah. not enough so you like know who he know who he is. Is you're interested to learn more about this man, basically? Yeah. Um, what do you think about the fact that we don't have Killian speaking? Oh, I like that. I, I, what kind of? I wonder what kind of accent he's gonna sort of have. Yeah, it builds hype for his performance, doesn't it? 
he, definitely like, I'm, yeah because i'm interested to see what he's like when he first speaks um so i'm i like that it doesn't have him speaking in the trailer definitely. yeah just a bit more hype really isn't it <laughs> And then there's obviously mysteries surrounding who the voiceovers are because we think one is I like I'm like ninety percent convinced the first one's Emily Blunt and then the yeah. Robert Downey Jr. at the end, but the other male voices I'm like, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> and the cast infamously is huge. Like, oh my gosh, everyone. yeah, everyone. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at lists of the culprits now: Jack Quaid, Matthew Modine, Matt Damon, Josh Hartnett, Kenneth Branagh, Rami Malek, Dane DeHaan, Jason Clark, David Elsmashian. <laughs> Um, Alex Wolf, like everyone, everyone's in this movie. Everyone, yeah. Benny Safdie. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> what we're saying is, there's a lot of male actors here who those voiceovers yes. could be, and we just don't know, really, do we? No, no. It's definitely got to be an older one, I think. So, hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the visuals, it looks so pretty, so pretty. It does. <laughs> yeah. And I love the contrast of the black and white with the burning fire. Mm, yeah yeah it's definitely uh got some significance with the burning hasn't it yes yeah so overall pretty good teaser trailer i think so yeah for sure just a job it's a little cheeky glimpse of what the footage is going to be but also crucially introduces who oppenheimer is to those who don't know him those who do know him introduces the visual style and yeah it gives us a little just a little tease of what to expect mm. Yeah, and it definitely uh, teases us about Cillian Murphy as well. So that is exciting. Yes. I am looking forward to see what Cillian Murphy yes. does with role. Sure. Would you say then you are excited for Oppenheimer, Nicholas? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I um, I kind of feel like it's the film because I'm pretty sure he he wrote a film, a biopic, didn't he, with Jim Carrey, and he was going to do that was going to be his like historical like biography, um, and it never happened. And so I'm hoping yes. this is going to be the one finally that we get to see him do a historical sort of thing so, yeah very I've seen it i've seen a lot of tweets like is this the film that's going to win him his oscar because he's going to win an oscar at some point and obviously the academy like the true stories don't they yes and like, for sure. i feel like like obviously i'd love he's going to win an oscar at some point and maybe it would be up and higher <laughs> but i don't like to speculate it's like the oscars are like way off man so <laughs> yeah. I mean, how has he not got one? I'm sorry. I know that's completely off topic, but no, how, how? Because <laughs> the Academy isn't a load of nonsense. Like, I'm not yes. really uh, into uh, awards. awards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always watch it, and obviously this year was a, an interesting Oscar ceremony. <laughs> yes. But I only watch it because I like to laugh at the silliness of it, really. But yeah. It will be it will be a big deal. Chris Nolan win an Oscar, but I'm like, guys, it's guys, it's too early. Like we literally mm. have seen how much footage of tra- like is it like maybe because fit- obviously there's a lot of fire, so maybe the mm. total footage we see is like thirty seconds, if that. I know it's something incredibly tiny, isn't it? But yeah, it's still very exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's too early to speculate over Oscar nominations for this yeah. film. I'm sorry, <laughs> um, let's wait. <laughs> yeah maybe calm down a little bit but you yeah. are right you are right he's always wanted to do a sort of a film based on like a person from history and he's yeah. always been interested in Oppenheimer and again the time set aspect of it so it'll be interesting mm, for sure yeah definitely. I wonder when the first trailer will be released and what that will be yes like. yeah I mean is there another sort of date tied to sort of the atomic bomb or I don't, I don't know. know. I wonder if I'll keep theming it in a way to tie in with everything. It's nice that, obviously he's changed film studios, but it's nice that, because his marketing 
has always been quite interested in the way they've marketed yeah. Nolan films. And it seems that it's carried across, which I like. I appreciate yeah, Thank definitely. you. Universal Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after Warner Brothers. But I swear, like, every time I see that, is it syncope? Syncope? How would you that's say his that? Yeah, that's yeah. his. Every time that comes on screen, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's his so... production studio. But it does mm. feel weird it being next to the Universal logo. Like, I'm still getting yeah. used to it. Mm. Still, to this day, it'll be, yeah. But it's interesting for sure. And, like, you know, fair play in him for not wanting to work with Wonder Brothers anymore because he just disagreed with their strategy and he's allowed to make films yeah. in the studios. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It still is weird seeing that logo, though, because you're just so used to it. Aren't that you? Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like when you watch old... Marvel movies now and it's like made by Paramount like Iron Man is it Paramount? Mm. I think they did Iron Man I think I, yeah something like that <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't quite sit right so uh, no yes so I think we've pretty much cracked the trailer I think so yeah I mean it's surprisingly a lot to talk about in such a small <laughs> small trailer considering not much footage is given away mm. um, so thanks for joining me today Nicola um, where can we see more of your work and follow you on social media etc oh that's a good question <laughs> um so on twitter my handle is at nicola underscore Oz, aus um and yeah we have a hawk or a couple other things coming out soon i suppose just give you a follow and you share everything on there yes yeah exactly but uh but yes thank you very much for joining i appreciate it and i but again it's been so long since i've done the podcast i'm like how do i end this thing <laughs> yeah how do I wrap this up? <laughs> How do I wrap this up? I suppose, uh, yeah, I suppose, listeners, if you have any thoughts on the Oppenheimer trailer, we'd love to hear them, wouldn't we, Nicola? For sure, definitely, yeah. For sure. Whether you like it, whether you didn't like it, what you liked about it, if you've seen it on the big screen, because I'm still yet to see it on the big screen. Oh, no. So. <laughs> soon, uh, hopefully. Yeah, soon. <laughs> I was like, do I go try see where the chord are sing or for for the trailer? But then, it, like, you just don't know if it's going to be because it was so no, like haphazard as well. The release. Yeah. Whereas I know when I see Nope, mm. it will have the trailer, and I think I'm going to go see Nope in IMAX because it feels like it feels I'm, right, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Although, like, I'm abroad, I'm like not here during oh. the Nope release, so I'm like, I'm gonna have to wait. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> it'll be worth it for sure. Don't worry. <laughs> it will. I know. I know it'll be worth it. I've seen a trailer. Uh, so. Yeah. And I feel like if it was like the full length proper trailer, I'd probably not be abroad. <laughs> yeah. I'm cancelling my holiday, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd make sure I was in the country. <laughs> yeah. For it. So yeah. So yeah. Please share your thoughts and yeah, give the podcast a follow on Twitter. And I don't know when I'll be next back. Um, I imagine probably for the full trailer. I'll do a reaction Ooh. then. Um, I'm still figuring out how I'm going to bring this podcast back. I think, yeah, I think it'll just be a, a few special episodes because I've already gone through his filmography once. Um, mm. And I'm also a bit busier now. Life's changed a lot since he <laughs> yeah. first did this podcast. Um, again, time changes, doesn't it? Yeah. No need to make a movie about that. <laughs> Timey wine changes. <laughs> yeah. Timey wine. Imagine adventures. if he uh, if he ever did like a Doctor Who special. That'd be quite interesting. I bet he watches Doctor Who. Do you think so? Yeah. It, I I just <laughs> I feel like he probably watches a lot to be honest. But, mm. but Doctor Who, Doctor Who's one of them. 
yes so give nick a follow and again thanks for joining me and i'll see you next i say i see you next time to the listeners you'll hear me next time (laughs) 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 it's a podcast emily it's not a visual medium (laughs) yes so to the next time that was me and film journalist nicola austin discussing the teaser trailer for oppenheimer i'll be back soon with another special episode filled into the movie's release don't forget to subscribe, follow us on Twitter at Nolan Me Knowing You, and get in touch too with your thoughts on the podcast and trailer. See you next time. <laughs>